0: Hi, everybody. I'm EJ. And I'm Nikki. And we just have one question for you. Literally, who invited you?
1: Hey. Oh, my God. Hey.
0: Hey. (laughs) I'm so nervous. No reason to be nervous. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Because you're talking about something you love.
1: Oh, are we recording? I think so. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
0: sorry, guys. You just got an inside look on our pep talk. Or just kidding yeah it's this okay. is real we knew we were recording <laughs> we are not pranking you
1: well, welcome back to literally who invited you yes i'm nikki i'm ej and this is us this is this is what you get <laughs> <laughs> this is what you
0: paid for honey <laughs> Oh <free>. God.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry i kind of sound like a prostitute but i didn't mean to. but
1: like in a respectful way
0: yes because we're free <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're free all the time please come <laughs> hand us up you can hit us up in the dms at ej's <laughs> <laughs>
0: And at Nikki underscore
1: Or if you want to hang out with both of us, we're probably already hanging out. So yeah, so just contact one of us. Yeah, at Literally Who Invited You. You can check in with them, too. Check it out. Check it out. Check it. Check it. Check it out. And we're going
0: to check out what you're okay, about to so say. Okay, so we're going to
1: check out what I'm going to talk about. So, <laughs> and as what is you it, Emma? see in the title, the title is "figgy Figgity Fiked Up. I have a unfortunate tendis- tendency whenever I want to go out or, you know, get a little drunk <laughs> to say, like, let's get Figgity Figgity fucked Up. And I definitely say it like way too much. Nobody's caught on. It should have been over and done with, but I never stopped. No need so, to. I thought it'd be kind of funny and ironic and relevant <laughs> because today we're going to talk about one of the artists that I'm like on like this obsession. Like i yes. just, on this huge She's kick, on a kick. Dominic Fike.
0: Woo! She's on a bender. I
1: <laughs> love Dominic. I'm on a bender. She's on, on a <laughs> bender. <Dominic Fike. laughs> On a Dominic Fike bender, and I will I mean, literally everyone not apologize be. for Don't it. Don't apologize. No, no one, one wants you to. In fact, I think I'm going to get more fucked up.
0: <laughs> up. I'm fucked up. I'm fucked
1: up. I'm fucked up. Okay. I literally wrote <laughs> my notes make Nikki sing the I'm fucked up from LMFAO, but say I'm fucked up instead. he <laughs> he <laughs> And I tried. And you did it. Yeah. It was and absolutely good. Like, I'm fucked up. Yeah. Exactly. It's good. It's really good. And it's like a great lead into the energy that I want to have yeah. in this episode because For Mr. Dominic Fike, Fike is like his story is so cool. So that's mainly, I know the last episode we kind of did an album review. So yes. this control. Nikki killed that <laughs> shit. It was so <laughs> oh my good. God, thank you. Thank you. But I want to talk more about just like who this artist is in general, kind of give you guys an introduction to him. Um, so a lot of my information came from a New York times series Um, called Dominic Fike at first and they also did like an article about him but Joe Coscarelli I believe that's how you say his name he is kind of the top like pop music reporter at the New York Times he does um, Diary of a Song and a lot of like artist features Um, and so I really love his work but he made a comment um, in this you know series that he's currently Dominic Fike is uh, the most interesting case in the music business because yet because no one really knows his music yet and it is kind of true. So. I'm kind of going to just dive into the story. Go for it. And then we're going to talk about his music a little bit. Yes. And kind of go through his discography. I can yeah, never discography, say that. I know. I just learned. <laughs> I literally have read that word like so many times and I like don't say it. You
0: used to think it was like discography. No <laughs> no joke. Discography. <laughs> yeah. Like discography. There you
1: go. It makes sense. Yes. It can be that here. For him,
0: it's going to be discography.
1: <laughs> yeah. for Just for Dominic. Just
0: for Dominic. <laughs> he deserves the best.
1: Yeah. So... Let's kind of just get into it. I told Nikki, and as you heard earlier, I'm a little nervous. (laughs) A little nervy. Sorry. But (laughs) I just really, really love this artist. And I think that he, I mean, he's already made it pretty big in comparison to a lot of up and coming artists. But he's just so like himself. And he has such this interesting like upbringing and kind of the way that he got into the industry is so interesting that I'm really drawn to him. He kind of reminds me of a lot of people I grew up around and kind of have met and kind of had friendships with yeah so I feel like this guy would be a really easy friend and his music is just fucking incredible he's so his range is insane he can do like everything but he's originally from Naples Florida um, and he was from like a very low-income family he moved around a lot unfortunately Um, his parents were involved in some crime some drugs um, and so he actually by age like 20 ish um, was somewhat homeless Um, he has an older brother Sean Um, And a younger brother, Alex, Um, but he and his younger brother, Alex, really had to like fend for themselves. Um, And that's if you know the song Three Nights, Three Nights at the Motel. (laughs) And in the series, he kind of goes to the motel where he was, um, where he was like, I had nowhere else to go. I could only stay for three nights. Um, So it's kind of cool. His music is a pretty direct reflection of his thoughts and feelings. But the way that he expresses it is so diverse to each, you know, each song is its own Like pocket of memories, which I think is really cool. Um, But yeah, so ever since he was young, he's played music and he's kind of made music. He definitely put out, you know, like YouTube videos of him like rapping and like different like mixtapes like that (laughs) and stuff. Um, But he never really had any traction. Um, Then life got a little rough for Dominic. So he, in the summer of 2016, his little brother Alex got into a fight. and Dom really called this like wrong place, wrong time um, in this whole situation. Because as everybody was kind of the cops showed up, everybody was kind of going in their own directions. Uh, Dom, unfortunately, was chasing after his little brother to try and get him. And he shoved a cop. Yeah. Not the best. Which is a no go. Yeah. Um, and he really got screwed for that. He was named a felon um, and he was put on house arrest for six months. Now, the only positive is it of this blah, 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 um is that he had six months to sit in a room and make music with no distractions
0: right because he could only go to like work right
1: yeah so he worked at juice elation <laughs> which is a
0: juice shop in the little video he was like i mean i liked it yeah, i liked he was, like making the, juice like learned juice a lot about juice
1: <laughs> and he would say he like made his like mixtapes or his whatever his songs and he would like show them to his like his whatever co-workers, co-workers. and they would be like cool Get the fuck back to work. (laughs) Like, I don't give a shit. Um, He's like, okay. (laughs) But he had all of this time and this, you know, I guess time of reflection to really kind of create this incredibly diverse, like, collection of songs. Um, Another thing in life happened. Really shitty. Um, His parole officer asked him to uh, take a little drug test. And, you know, our dear friend Dom... (laughs) just could he not dabbled pass. yeah he, he, <laughs> he, dabbled. he dabbled for sure <laughs> Couldn't um, pass, and he couldn't pass that up so mm-hmm. he actually landed in the collier correctional facility the jail there for seven months yeah shitty
0: yeah so shitty yeah Especially when he's like working on all this music having all this time to like mm-hmm. actually like develop his craft not having any other distractions and yeah. gets into jail
1: and yeah lands in jail for so long for too. seven months like that's
0: way too long for
1: a failed drug test yeah He's, he's already, already a felon. Yeah, he's, already he's 22 felon. maybe yeah. at this point. Oh. Oh. Little surprise guest. We got a little email. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, no. So life is looking pretty shitty for this kid right now. Yeah. And if you watch the documentary, you watch his interviews or anything like that, he is the most, like, he just seems like he's so appreciative of what he has. Like yeah. He's just this down to earth, like, funny, energetic guy. Um, but yeah. So at this point in his life, um, late 2016 early 2017 he is in jail yeah his birthday comes around and happy birthday birthday, (laughs) um keep in mind both of his parents have been in and out of jail um and so he really has like nowhere to go yeah but his life turns around we Ooh. love a good Ooh. story. Um, so new character. Let's talk about Reed a little bit. Go into it. Reed is no last name, by the way.
0: Yeah, no unfamiliar. <laughs>
1: it's like Cher, um,
0: <laughs> Beyonce. Reed is Cher and Reed is Beyonce. <laughs>
1: um, so Reed is Dominic Fike's best friend. He hit. Uh, uh, uh. He is his friend, music video director, creative director, collaborator. He's just, just around, one of those yeah. like. Almost like a PA, like a personal assistant, but just is all around their moral support. Yeah. So Dom and Reed are talking and Dom tells Reed, just release the demos that I have. Just put them on SoundCloud. I just want them to be out. I want something to look forward to. I want people, I don't want people to forget about me. Yeah. Which is first, Mm. the name of it is, don't forget about me, comma, demos. Because they weren't done. Right. So... This happens while he's in jail. So on his birthday, Reed uploads all of this music, which I believe was six um, tracks to SoundCloud. Just didn't really even listen to him. Just threw him up there and said, like, what the hell? And it fucking took off. It went kind of crazy. Which is crazy because it's,
0: like, that's really rare. Yeah. Especially because it wasn't even, like, finished. And he was just kind of, like, put it out there. I just want people to still listen. Like, he probably didn't even realize that, like, pe- people would be hearing this. Like, yeah. actual, like, important people.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, he said that he had put out music and music videos before and he had never gotten any traction. So it was almost like a, like, just, like, a piece of emotion. And just, like, he wants... The world to have something of him while he's away. Yeah, exactly. He like, wants to share it with his friends and his brothers and you know the rest of his family and just it was really just kind of like a cry to the outside world. Yeah. Um, and someone heard. I know someone heard a lot. Of a lot of <laughs> a lot of really important <laughs> someone's heard. Um, just as an like a stat, um, three nights, which is the first track, um, and it's like the three nights <laughs> of the motel. <laughs> About the motel. It's the very it's a very popular. It's like one of the most popular ones. Um, It had over 50,000 streams in a week. Um,
0: So crazy. Something
1: that he had never really experienced before. And we don't even know if he knew about it while he was in jail. You know, so Reed was the one that was really doing all the communicating. Um, And this is still on SoundCloud, right? This is on SoundCloud. Gotcha. Yeah. So this is not on anywhere, you know, I mean, professional. Right. But it's not professionally released. It's not you know, it's, it's just a kid making songs like in mixed his room yeah. and uploaded onto the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Not mixed, mastered, anything Nothing. like that. Yeah. Barely produced. Um, but the songs showed Dom's insane range. Yeah, And I keep saying that, but I mean, if you listen to him, he can rap, he can, he's a beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, he plays guitar, he plays piano, he can produce his own music. And I mean, among everything else that he can do and he's learned to like manipulate his voice which is very very cool um so you can go anywhere from rap hip-hop alternative almost like not folksy but just like that kind of like acoustic sound yeah um in six songs right which of course got the attention of some major labels exactly so um he also said about three nights it wasn't the song that i thought would create this whole thing oh which was he said it was the first pop song he'd ever made um, and he definitely did not see it coming, which is kind of cool. But um, it was kind of cool to see in the documentary that major label executives were flying to the jail to go talk to him through the window and like the phone. Um, and it became what Reed called an all out bidding war. <laughs> so it kind of just I mean, and that's how the music industry works. Oh, yeah. If, you know, a label is or an artist is gaining some traction, a label's going to go after them, offer and another artist. Label's gonna go after an offer even more. It was just insane. Um, the number that they got to on Dominic Fike. Um, but okay, so whoo, I gotta like breathe. For no, a you're second. good Make because sure it, I mean, good. it's
0: honestly crazy because that's how it is more now. It's not like taking an artist and like developing them to like get the audience, it's like this artist already has an audience like a following on soundclouds so they're like yeah. we got to go after this guy so that's why he gained so many people like coming after him
1: yeah and it was crazy that he was still in jail he wasn't right. released or anything no yet. like he has
0: an audience and he's like not even being able to appreciate it because he's in
1: jail. he can't appreciate it he can't see it he no. can't make more music right he can't engage with anybody like so he frustrating no social media presence right yeah and like reed and his friends can't really be like oh i'm him for now like you can't right yeah falsify that Especially in- because like that's not yeah. really his like brand at all
0: like he's very no. like i want it to just be me i don't want people to think i'm a fraud and stuff so yeah. it's like crazy
1: absolutely so basically this all-out bidding war continued as he was in jail um and as he was kind of getting to the stages of release um i'm gonna butcher his name but imran majid he's mm-hmm. an A&R executive at columbia records um he called it uh, the bidding war, as ugly and competitive as it should be, it was very nice and old school. Aww. So, I mean, Nikki and I are pretty familiar with the music industry and how that works. But for those who aren't, it truly is like a huge. It's just everything's a competition. Yeah. It's such a small industry that it's if there's an artist like that who they see a future with, in a, it's called like a legacy artist. Yeah. Then they're gonna go after him, and if another, it, it's almost like any other competitive industry. They're gonna go after him even harder, and the the money is just gonna stack up, right? Because that's what he said
0: in the doc- like documentary thing that I had watched a little bit of that Emma was talking about earlier, like the New York Times one, is that like he would just like send the paper like to the next person, be like, yeah. "This is what I got from this," and then like send it and, and keep you going, just keep yeah. going, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like a high stakes job interview, yeah. You know, you just go back and forth until you get what you get what you can. Yep. Um, but Majid also, he's the the ANR exec. He called. And he, like, referenced Dominic Feig's music as the perfect storm of alternative and hip-hop infusion. And these, talking about um, Don't Forget About Me demos, are the beautiful songs that are kind of coming with it. So they recognize the range that he had and his ability and almost willingness to try something new. um, And his young, young age. And his, like, edginess, because he's in jail. Yeah. That is so attractive to so many young people these days. Yeah. There was so much competitiveness that labels actually started signing people around Dom to try and get him to sign with them. So they even signed his brother, Alex. (laughs) Like a random label signed Alex Fike just
0: for... (laughs) For being Alex Fike. (laughs) Just for
1: being him. Yeah. They signed friends around him Mm -hmm. and it was just crazy. But at age 22, he was released from jail. And this is kind of the part where his family comes back into it. So his parents had been involved in a really big drug bust. Um, And they were both on trial. They were both going to be put away for a very long time. And they needed lawyers. So Dom signed a four fucking million dollar deal. Four million guys. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Four million dollar deal with Columbia Records. And let me just. There are like a few things that I want to talk about that I just want to note with that number. He had no music associated with him at that point. All of those songs were older. At least a year. And then they deleted them off of SoundCloud. And he had nothing on the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, number one. Yeah. So they deleted the songs. He had no idea how to perform in front of an audience, build an audience. Again, no like album on the way, nothing coming, nothing planned. He's been in jail. (laughs) He's been in jail. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about Columbia Records, too, who he was signed with. So Sony Music Entertainment is one of the big three. It's Warner Music, UMG, which is Universal Music Group, and Sony Music Entertainment um columbia records is an offshoot of sony music sony music i'm just going to throw out some of the people that they've you know signed before acdc adele beyonce billy joel diplo harry styles pink floyd tyler the creator and more so i just wanted to use that list because it probably seemed very random but that's the range right that sony has they're and i wrote it they're not fucking around right like they that's don't the caliber sign. they have like <laughs> yeah so i just want it's not this little like not ditzy, but little, you know, record label in Florida. He's being signed to one of the biggest in the world. With basically, essentially, like nothing yeah, to really with offer yet. Absolutely <laughs> nothing to show. Because, as Nikki said, yeah, they took the first thing they did was they took the sound or the songs off of SoundCloud because they weren't professionally made. They wanted to remix and master. They wanted to reproduce, and they wanted to make them, you know, the highest and do a re-release. Because I also want to talk about what this four million dollars is. So it's. Whenever an artist signs a deal like that, it's typically what's called an advance. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not super business savvy, but I know enough to explain this. So, basically, it's just saying he gets the four million, but he doesn't—he doesn't get any more money or earn off of any of his work until that f- he makes four million for Columbia Records, right? So it's not like he just gets $4 million and then he drops a song and he makes money off of it. Yeah, He doesn't get anything until Columbia sees that $4 million back. So, of course, because of his family, he wanted to get his parents' lawyers. He moved out to L.A., got a house. He wanted to take care of the people he grew up with because he's a good human being. He's a grown-up now and he's out of jail. So taxes, you know, mortgages, all of that basic adult stuff, he's throwing that $4 million at with no music on the way the stakes are high the stakes are really <laughs> high and i don't know if i can stress that enough right as a 23 year old artist doesn't have anything
0: yet <laughs> because he has no music yes like he doesn't have anything and he's like all this is writing on it yeah and
1: i mean that's what all of the publications were talking about was he's this four million dollar ghost that's what that was like the main thing nobody knew where he was he wasn't working with people um and he's signed to columbia records which is a mass i mean i just i can't explain right like how important that is how important people that like
0: are in the music industry and stuff like that's so insane yeah yeah
1: so kind of going back to that advance um ways of you know the music industry that he kind of got that money back meet and greets yeah he made a comment in the documentary he's like i don't like it i do it for money but it's i mean it's nice to meet the fans (laughs) fuck no Dom. please stop um he did go on tour so he had re- re-released Don't Forget About Me Demos, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But he went on the Rain or Shine tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was international with 30 dates, which is insane for new artists with songs that are like three years old at that point. Um, because concerts equals money. Yep. <laughs> That's how that you make money how now. <laughs> the industry is. Yeah. And as events. much as we say, and there was a quote that I think he said, but it's, let me find it. Um, I have, no, whoop, whoop. You're good. Let's see. I mean, because live events like
0: is how you make money now in the music industry, like not the streams and like not. Which
1: is why it's struggling so much. now. Yes, exactly. So when concerts come back, you guys better go. <laughs> um, but this is what he said. It was literally right there. I skipped right over it. But Dom even said it's always the deal and the money before the music. And unfortunately, that's a sad reality yep. of the industry. Um, so he goes on this tour um, demos are re-released that's the first thing they do and they put out a music video for three nights makes I hate this word but hella money yeah <laughs> <laughs> lots of money hella um, cash but we also or I also wanted to kind of like take note um, of how the streaming world works mm-hmm. um, because they're trying to place these songs um, on Spotify playlists which I mean I'm sure our listeners you go on Spotify and you press shuffle and see you know your daily playlist or Friday new music it is a fucking war to get your songs on those yes it is so intense because they're trying to like switch it to where that's how like the artists will get
0: like paid if they are like featured on these yeah. Playlists. playlists. So that's gonna like take the money down even more, which is already like cents that you yeah. get for a stream. So it's just so crazy how competitive it is and like yeah. how much like those playlists matter, how the algorithm matter matters, like how much connection you have yeah. into the streaming platform. And that
1: playlists change so frequently oh, that yeah. you have like a minuscule amount of time for someone to hear it and actually like process, remember it. It is it's like a you game. gotta stand out. <laughs> it's an absolute game. But Dom did pretty well. Yes. Our our favorite it, guy.
0: <laughs> it worked out for him.
1: It did, it did. And he actually released two more songs, um, Asaibo and Rollerblades, on June 7th, 2020. So at this point in time, this is kind of how it's been growing. And then he was on tour and corona happened. Um, so he's 23 now, which is so young for all I know, of this to happen. I know. <laughs> already been in jail, already a felon, then toured, And it happened and... in like three or four years. Yeah. All of this. Um, so, he released those two um, on June 7th, 2020, as he's working on his album. Um, and he kind of talked about in the documentary and in different interviews that he's really struggled with the idea of making a new album. And people will say, like, oh, drop an album. And he's like, I see those comments every day. Drop an album, drop an album, drop an album. And he's like, it's almost like people forget that I have to, like, make it first. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: that's what, like, bringing back to, like, this is an episode. Like, yeah. she all of her tweets like it's always like Wednesday album Wednesday album Wednesday album and she's like like she was nervous about like one of her interviews like when he came she was like are, you, are we going to talk about the album like I, re- I really don't want to because it's just like you have to make it and especially if you want it to be good like that shit takes time
1: yeah you can't just throw something out there and be like all right cuz a lot
0: of artists do and like sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't just depending on like their audience but like yeah. he's about to release like his first like Debut album and it's album
1: like, with Columbia Records right yeah. like it, the stakes are high
0: as we said like it has to be good
1: yeah <laughs> and he's thinking about You know, he's not his situation is unique in the fact that he is taking care of so many different people. Yeah. So it's not just, oh, I want to make that money for Columbia and then I'll be, you know, rich and living it up, which he can. Right. But he's got all these people putting pressure on him just in his inner circle and in his like past and people he knows saying like, please help me, like take care of me, basically. Yes. And so he's not just making an album or dropping an album, but he's got all of these. I mean, I, I really like his story because it's so it makes you really, really contemplate the fact that these are just people mm-hmm. like the artists you see on stage. They come off stage and they call their mom. Yeah. Like they are real, real people. And he seems like he's just hanging on to the fact that he's a real person. Yeah. Which I hope that he does. Um, but he was talking about getting back to that album that he was making. Um, in an interview he said it's almost like you shed one skin when you make a body of music and you move on to another one I guess I'm just not comfortable in the skin that I'm in yet
0: Ooh, so good. he
1: really struggled I know very deep <laughs> congrats Dom um, but I mean just like Siza, it was not only being comfortable in your own skin and your own insecurities to share that but figuring out like what they are yeah who they are and especially as a new
0: artist yeah
1: like you have to like really
0: start developing that then in
1: his life change it's not like he was working on being this big and you know artist and building and building it happened in like two months while he was in jail
0: yeah so like no prep time no (laughs) No adjustment to like how your new lifestyle is going to be yeah
1: um but he released this amazing amazing fucking album it's called what could possibly go wrong on July 31st, 2020, it was actually set to be released earlier, but because of everything that happened this year, he pushed it back. Um, but I just, I love the name. I love both of them because they just come from the heart, I feel like. And they're funny and catchy and very like, He's just very grab blunt. the eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so like, don't forget about me demos. I always laugh at the demos part, but then what could possibly go wrong? Because at this point he said he was like throwing his hands up and being like, fuck it. This is what I've got. This is who I am. Enjoy and man, did I fucking enjoy. I <laughs> love this album so much. It is so good. Yes. I know Nikki's I, been a bigger fan. Well, no, no before not, me. She's yeah, been a I wasn't like. Yeah,
0: no, like, a, yeah, because I had listened to him and I was like, oh, this guy's good. And I had heard like phone numbers and I think I had heard Three Nights at some point. I don't know when it was. But, and I was like, this guy's good. But I wasn't like into it, into it. And then like Emma got really into it. I was like, oh, yeah, Dominic Vine.
1: <laughs> yeah, very, very into it. And like the past, like, probably month. Mm hmm. So that's why I was like, I gotta talk about him. But let's <laughs> talk about his tunes, tunage, tune it. Sorry, tunage, <laughs> tunage. Come on, man. All right. So first, let's talk about "Don't Forget About Me" demos. Demos, <laughs> demos. So first song, Three Nights." I mean, Love it. you one hundred percent heard it on the radio. <laughs> we were in the studio earlier, and we heard like our radio station playing it. W E G L ninety one point one. Plug. Um. Yeah. They were playing three nights. So if they play three nights, you should probably trust them. Because like how many streams does it have? It has like over 500 million at this point. Like what the hell? (laughs) So he went from 50,000 in the first week, which was a monster number. Yeah. To like half a billion. Like insane, yeah, no, and it's so incredible. it's growing each day because I've checked these numbers and I just put the basic 500. Yeah, let's say it, it's
0: it's more than that though. But
1: it was his first ever pop song and it introduces the album. And it's just this like funky, groovy, like doot, doot, doot. Yes. <laughs> um, and he said when he was writing it, he said it was instant. Those words came to me in like one second. He said he wrote half of it on the floor and half of it in the shower. Um, he said that when he was in the shower, he would like sing something, jump out, write it down, and jump back in the shower. And he said by the time he was out of the shower, he was done writing it, and he grabbed a towel, went over, and recorded it, and that was it.
0: He that's said he so thinks cool. it was
1: the first take, because that's why he
0: was saying that he didn't think that, that was the song that was gonna like blow him up.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was like it was, like, so it was <laughs> just. So, he was like it was so random. It wasn't really my style. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I mean, I, I guess I'll go for it, whatever. Just have a good time showering. And then he's- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and we all sing in the shower. Oh, just for imagine sure. if you could create a $500 million, st- dollar, <laughs> 500 million stream, stream song just yeah, in the like, shower. Yeah. Did it this morning, I guarantee it. Coming out on <laughs> SoundCloud soon. Um, no, but that's the first song, Three Nights. And it was definitely one of the ones that um, landed on a lot of Spotify playlists. Yeah. It was definitely a radio song, but it is a bop. Next, um, it's She Wants My Money. This is kind of a slower, like, he has a very, like, groovy vibe. And, yeah. But it's, this song is definitely more, like, slow. I wouldn't, like, pop almost. Mm-hmm. Very, like, electric guitar heavy. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, this very, you know, slow, whatever. Different side to him where he's kind of talking about his insecurity with, like, being enough. Yeah. And, you know, kind of being frustrated about this. In, in that point in time, like a different lifestyle, like almost like thinking about the future. What if all she wants is my money? Oh, What if right. all she wants is this or this or this? Um, so it's definitely an interesting like switch in perspective from yeah. Three Nights. Um, Baby Doll is one of my favorite. I love on Baby this. Doll. <laughs> um, it's the third song on Don't Forget About Me demos, and it's like I can't move on, Baby Doll, and it and it's basically just about the feeling of like he doesn't want to move on, so yeah, he's not going to right. He just is kind of over it and he has this really fun like rap in the middle of it so he really like kind of switches it up so it shows i would say it's the first song that in like one song it shows that he has different abilities
0: oh yeah like his range is pretty incredible like he has like he can switch it up like he can just like rap really hard but then she'd be like groovy like babe yeah so like whenever he plays a
1: song he plays the guitar Mm -hmm. sings and then drops the guitar picks up the mic starts rapping goes right back and starts playing again so cool and it's (laughs) it's he's just one of those artists that i feel like his music sounds real Mm -hmm. like i always think of like ed sheeran if i've never seen ed sheeran live bucket list but he stands out there with one mic one of those kickstands you know a like piano stuff yeah and mm. just loops and figures it out and dominic fight can do that um his next song kind of shows more of like an edm like electric yeah. vibe it's called west coast collective not my favorite but i don't really skip it that often yeah but it's not one of those like i pick to put on and um, you said that Skrillex... He did play it with Skrillex one time. That's pretty cool. I think it was, like, at a festival or something. But I was like, I mean, that's a huge name. Yeah. I mean, Skrillex was, like,
0: huge. I mean, he still, I guess, is. But, like, especially, like, in the EDM world, like... He's, he's... a monster. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Insane. So, I mean, I'll kind of go over the people that he's worked with, which is a very impressive list. But Skrillex is one of them on West Coast Collective. Um, His next song, he always calls it his, like, soft song. It's called Socks um but it's it's his very like chill like yeah. relationship like you know i keep losing these and it's kind of like a not a metaphor but it's just the way that he writes is so like relatable mm-hmm. and he doesn't really i don't like to use the word metaphor but because it's all so like i'm losing the word well, because it's like, just like so real like it's a yeah. legit situation it's so like direct like i can't find my socks i keep losing my socks and yes. he makes these like random like sentences or something that you would be confused about or like frustrated with into a fucking bop yeah that's why i like the names like
0: i think his titles are really clever because it's mm-hmm. like socks like baby doll like just very like direct it's like things chicken thing be- or chicken tenders chicken tenders yeah it's like very just direct and like three nights i, I love it i genuinely like like how he like writes it and stuff because i think it's really clever and matter of fact which i really enjoy
1: that's it mm-hmm. matter of fact um, and then the last song on Don't Forget About Me Demos is my favorite Dominic Fike song. It's up there maybe with one or two others. Yeah. But I told Nikki there's a performance that he does this song very much with like uh, just a guitar, piano, kickstand, you know, loops. Um, and I watch it at least once a day. I like I can't <laughs> go through my day without watching it. It is so good, but it is called King of Everything. And I pulled up the lyrics um, and it's really I mean. In my mind, it's about when he was on a house arrest and he was just by himself and he took the spin on it and said like, I'm the fucking king of everything because nobody can come talk to me. Nobody can do anything. But it's watching movies on my phone whenever I want. I turn it as loud as it goes because when nobody's home, I'm the king of everything. Make the rules up on my own. I can break them if I please because I make up the police and everybody's equal, but not me because I'm the king. (laughs) I make all the other people tell me secrets in my dreams. Um, But it kind of goes on and it's just like, I'm just gonna take my time at this point in life because there's nothing else I can do. Yeah. And in this one little room, I'm the king of everything. And I just I really like the idea of it. Um it's,
0: it's the just- same energy as like the lazy song by
1: Bruno. Mars. <laughs> Bruno <Mars. laughs> just yeah. like
0: more concise and like yeah, intimate to him. But like the lazy song is just more like goofy and fun, but it definitely is the same energy. Cause he's yeah. like, I mean, this is me, this is what I'm doing all day and Take it. this is where my life is yeah
1: <laughs> take it easy so and also that song those lyrics that i just kind of read out um they're kind of like loop too. there's not like a lot to the song where he's switching up verses and refrains and blah 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 it's a very simple but he l- lets like the instruments do a lot of the work there's a really cool intro and transition which if you heard our last episode we love a good transition oh, love, em. Love, a, <laughs> love a good transition um but yeah king of everything yes Ooh, so good <laughs> all right So let's talk about what could possibly go wrong. Or actually, real quick, let me talk about the features and singles that kind of came in between the albums. So he was featured on a few songs. um, Hit me up with Omar Apollo or Apollo and Kenny Beats. Um, His major single that kind of blew up was Phone Numbers by Kenny Beats. He released that right before the album. Um, Acai Bowl and Rollerblades, as I mentioned earlier. And he's also worked with Brock Hampton, Tyler, the creator, Deb Never, and a lot of other artists. Oh, yeah. So he's definitely one of those artists that people are trying to collaborate with um, because, again, I just keep repeating it. He is such range and such open. He's just so open minded to the idea that he's not going to stick to one genre. Right. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to. Right. Which is really cool. So what could possibly go wrong? Um, July 31st, 2020. So it's a fairly new album. Um, It has it's much longer. Yeah. Yeah. but I have a few quotes that he kind of talked about it, but he was saying that he was trying to be completely honest with it. Um, and this was the one that really got me. But he said, I hope people don't think I'm a fraud for trying to show depth. Yeah, because so it's that insecurity of, I mean, like we said, drop an album, don't just make one. He has to go through all of these stages of feeling and emotion and creativity to get to the place where he wants to be. Yeah. Um, and people will still be out there saying like, oh, you don't mean it.
0: Yep, Exactly because they like beg for this album to be dropped and then it's like for all artists like they beg for the album to be dropped and then it's like what is this like this is trash and stuff yeah. and it's like well you didn't give me time to develop it and like begged for this and then yeah. now it's not what you want and so yeah. it can be but really I'm glad hard
1: that he waited and he even yeah. said like in the documentary he was saying like he went on reddit and like saw one negative comment and it was like he used too much auto-tune like he can't even sing and he was like yeah that really bummed me out but then he was like and then i saw someone sticking up for me and being oh, like no yeah. i love that song like it's on repeat and i mean he's mature for his age because then his friend was like I mean are you gonna spend all day on it and he was like no that is not healthy I'm, I'm getting <laughs> off I don't care um but I'm just kind of gonna run through um what could possibly go wrong and kind of point out some of my favorites so the first is come here second is a double negative skeleton milkshake this <laughs> is like my one of my favorites because um it's pretty hardcore it's like i wouldn't say rock but it's like electric rock yeah almost. for
0: sure a little more like punk too i don't know yeah like it's, punk is a yeah, good word yeah. it's pretty punk and i like that
1: yeah and it definitely i mean it has kind of like a transition in there as well um but it's definitely more of like a scream like get into it your piss song yes um and it's just so good and no, it I shows really like the fact it. that he can do punk rock too oh yeah this kid is unstoppable. Cause he's really not like a genre
0: to me. I don't really see he's, him in that way. Especially like one. listening to this album. Like there's a lot of different kind of like elements that he explores and like things yeah. that he does. So I, I think mean, it's, it's really like
1: cool. um, that A&R exec set. I mean, he's like it's alternative with like hip hop, but like pop. And yeah, you cannot put him in a box, no. which is why I think I like him so much because I can be in a lot of different moods and be like I'm in the mood for Dominic. Right. Five. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Cancel Me is next. And it's such a cute Love it. Song. I think it's so fun. It's, it's probably, so like, my favorite funny. one. Because I think it's funny and, like, clever. And it's kind of a dig at those people that would make those comments. Because he's the lyrics are like, I hope you cancel me so I can go and, like, be with my family. And then he makes this one comment. And it's really funny. He's like, motherfucker, Jimmy Kimmel does not want to meet me. <laughs> and it's so funny. Because he's just, he's very, like, I, I don't know if humble is the right word. But just, like, I don't understand this lifestyle, like, this industry. like Right. He's definitely not in it enough to be, like
0: oh no like I'm worried about being canceled and stuff he's like well I mean I just got here so you're gonna cancel me like 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 his album is like, like fuck what? it I'll just go see with my oh, yeah, I'll like, just, like what go does he have to lose <laughs> yeah I don't
1: care um and the music video I made Nikki watch it it's really <laughs> it's cute so it's him cute. and I think it's his niece um but it's really really sweet very cute um and then 10 times stronger this is a really really cute one um I really it's very like pretty yeah it's like strings yeah I think um, so. and it's just it's so like gentle and it Coming from, you know, double negative skeleton milkshake and cancel me, which is so like, fuck you in your face. It's just so it's kind of a love song. Yeah. Um, and it's just basically saying, like, I wish I could be 10 times stronger for you. Um, I'm going to be there for you and I'm going to try. But I just wish I could be better, which is sad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it kind of leads into the next song, which is Good Game. In this song, he really focuses on his relationship with his like parents and his dad and it's basically like I'm really trying not to be that. Yeah. But I like want to love them almost. Right. You, yeah. You want to be there for them, but it's he's just saying I just really don't want to be like my dad, and I think people think I'm gonna be, and I want to fight that. And it's a very very personal song, not my favorite musically. Yeah. But I don't skip it.
0: Right. Because <laughs> you probably like, appreciate the lyrics and like the meaning behind it and stuff, which is yeah. Cool.
1: We're gonna run through a few more. Um, why is the next song? Um, don't really have any big notes on this. I like it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Know. um Chicken Tenders was one of the bigger songs. Yeah. It's like the pop it's fun, song. Yeah. Chicken Tenders in my hotel, <laughs> which he went from motel to hotel. Right. a, a step up in my, step, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> three nights at the motel to chicken fi- fingers in my hotel. hotel. <laughs> it's like bedroom. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Dominic can do whatever he wants. But <laughs> Chicken Tenders is like his it's, very, fun. it's his pop song. Yeah. He's got a really like weird, funky music video with it where there's like a lot of like edits around him and he's kind of walking on nothing and it's fun. Um, but Chicken Tenders is definitely the big pop radio song off this album. Next is What's for Dinner. To be honest, this is not my favorite.
0: Yeah, I listened and I was like, it's
1: okay. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about I it, like because it's, it's, I can like barely don't, remember it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough, even with like notes and stuff, to be like, oh, this is like what I want to like. It's just. It's a good transition to the next song, yes, Vampire, which is
0: definitely one of my favorites. I the love the intro
1: and the guitar is so strong. Yes,
0: I it sets like the tone for the song and then like it just like kind of builds and I yeah. really enjoy that.
1: It's a really really fun song. I posted it on my like spill for like <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, the music video is really really funny too. It's like kind of Halloween and like vampire themed, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> um, but it's such a fun song and he's talking about like going to a party and everyone at this party's a vampire and he always says like this ain't red wine and it's just so funny and like creative and different and i mean he's saying like all these people are kind of like dead inside and there's no substance i mean so it's, stop going to the party yeah
0: because it can be a metaphor for like you know especially like hollywood culture and probably like yeah. coming from like florida pretty low income to a hollywood party he's just like all these people are is, just dead Yeah, he's inside. like this is like dead like it doesn't there's no substance and stuff to it, so it's cool yeah. that he can have like that outlook on the culture of Hollywood and stuff, which is really awesome.
1: Yeah, and I think that it just shows his like growth and maturity while still making a really like fun. Yeah, song.
0: like it's not like super like critical and like a like a mean way. It's just yeah. like really like observant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: um, his next song is stu- "Superstar Shit." Again, I like this song, um, but it didn't really stand out. The next one, I really really want to talk about, but the three after are Joe Blazy, Whirly in Florida. Mm-hmm. I really like them, but this song, Politics and Violence, is my favorite song on the album. It is so good. The transition is fucking insane. Oh, yeah. I like the second part of the song a little more,
0: but the transition makes me appreciate the first one, like the first part of the song more, because it's really good. It is. (laughs) We love a good transition. (laughs) We
1: love a good transition, but. He kind of talks about, and it kind of is like a vampire, but he says, I give that, or why switch like different seasons? I give that shit a weekend. Hollywood don't need a reason to make you think you look bigger than you are. Mileage, politics, and violence. At least someone's driving. That's all you need to fall in love. Um, and then it says like, you won't find heaven not in these hills. Boy, you shouldn't be here. Um all you need to fall in love so again he's kind of talking about this culture that he's just been kind of thrown into and he's hearing like you shouldn't be here you don't deserve it um and then all of this you know politics and violence and just everything associated with negativity and this like assumption of who he is yeah um that's like all you need just like stick to the bad stuff and i think that it's almost like an expose on it yeah and it's the music behind it is so good very Um, very good and then he switches and it's like kind of like this rap, um, but it's it's so good. But it, again, it just talks about like that emptiness and that wanting to feel a little bit more fulfillment out of the things that he's doing, yep. um, and trying to find himself because he's so young, um, with all of these like negative attractions everywhere. But politics and violence for purely the like sound and the music is my favorite on the album. Yeah, it's super good. It's insane. So we're kind of gonna wrap up talking about, I mean Dominic Fike's story. But he's performed. I mean, he's pretty established at this point. He's Music Midtown, Camp Flogna, Made in America, which the festival of Jay Z headlined. Oh, he got yeah. There. He even went Jimmy Fallon Late Night. So he's made to Late Night with phone numbers. It's not Jimmy Kimmel's though. Not Jimmy Kimmel. Motherfucker, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel does not want to meet him. <laughs> what um, year
0: was he at Music Midtown? Do you know?
1: Our year what yeah i looked at my i was writing this up and i like have a music midtown poster in my room and i looked over and it was like dominic fike Uh,
0: oh yeah we didn't didn't i remember like seeing it i didn't i mean i obviously wasn't like i really want to see dominic fike so yeah i I, I didn't didn't even go i know know. we weren't into
1: it yet i know shame we gotta go see him (laughs) um but just kind of my general notes on dominic fike he's got this like creative energy of i said like tyler the creator yeah so he's just kind of like jumping around the stage he's very like lanky but he just kind of like moves randomly and yeah he's, he's goofy I mean, for sure he's really goofy but he has the vulnerability and like softness of frank ocean and that easiness to like find closeness with people right um Again, I can't stress this enough. I just wrote unbelievable musical abilities. He can just stand on stage and play. And one of the executives at Columbia was kind of talking about him in the interview and just saying, "You know, he's just one of those real artists that you don't find that often, especially at his age and his lack of practice." Yeah, he can stand on a stage and become friends with everybody in the audience, and you just you and he sounds the same. Yep, like he can kind of goof around and not, but he has the ability to sound the same. Um, he's just purely himself and his songwriting does not know limitations by genre which i think again i've kind of harped on that but very impressive yes at 23 um a little bit live versus recording i mean he's got these like raw like and powerful vocals but he can so easily switch to more of like a bluesy feel yeah um seamless transitions are better than most in the business is what i wrote <laughs> um and i said rap to blues to pop to hip-hop to whatever the fuck he wants to do <laughs> um and i wrote he can manipulate his voice like a motherfucker dude <laughs> um so yeah so that's dominic, that's dominic! i would 100 say if you're gonna listen to a song stop right now and go listen to politics and violence do it then throw on phone numbers yeah yeah i would stick to those two and then just see how you're feeling yeah because maybe go so 10 much- times stronger that's a little bit of a of a contrast to those right because there's
0: like a lot of different stuff so you can kind of like listen to a few songs and be like oh i like this part yeah. of him more or maybe like king all of everything equal. listen to king i'd say her
1: fave king of everything yeah absolutely must so we're gonna kind of wrap up this episode um with a little game we're gonna play unpopular opinion not really a <laughs> game but yeah we're just but gonna gonna coming back chat. yeah yeah we wanted to bring it back i like it <laughs> it's really fun and we kind of struggled with it last time and we yes. struggled kind of or at least i struggled coming up with stuff yeah no I did too (laughs) but we're gonna make it work yeah it's fine yeah really fun really fresh you want to kick it off yeah sure I just said I really couldn't but radio songs are not ever the best songs on the album I like I don't want to make that like a generalized everything yeah for the most part like I know a lot of people listen to radio and that's how they find yeah I don't work like that I don't really like the radio songs except for Three Nights In. Yeah. out. So, um,
0: <laughs> that's um, what's hard is that like I do love a lot of like the most popular songs of artists. Are they my favorite? No,
1: not see. Usually. I don't mind them, but I typically
0: like don't like them that much. Really, yeah. I I usually like enjoy them still. So I don't like to. I would make that
1: generalization, but hey, that's why it's unpopular opinion. Unpopular, yeah. But that's all. I mean, that's kind of it. I was just kind of thinking about. I mean, I mean, mean like, Dominic. I was say like
0: specific. Examples. Honestly, like
1: Ariana Grande's radio songs. Not a huge fan. Well, you don't really like her in general, though. No, but just, like, I do like songs that are not on. I don't know. I'm trying Her radio to songs, like, I would say, are worse than
0: the ones on her album.
1: Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, at this point, I... But I don't know. I just would much prefer to sit down and listen to an album top to bottom than, like, listen to the radio and, like, pull a song and have it on for, like, seven months straight. I
0: mean, as someone who, like, doesn't really listen to the radio, I, like, don't... I couldn't even tell you, like, what's on the radio. Like, maybe some of the TikTok songs I know, like, probably. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'd agree. Like, I'd say like I still bopped to them, but never have they ever like been my favorite. So, okay, yeah, yeah, I I agree, and like I agree to a, to a degree, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> but like I don't agree to they do their bad necessarily. Yeah. Like, I think that they can still like offer a lot for the artist and like kind of try to set the tone for like their album that comes out or something, like yeah. a single that they release from it. So, but it just depends because like for example, I didn't love like Watermelon Sugar.
1: Yeah, but, that's like, a good example. Yeah, but I
0: like loved adore Fine you. Line. So, and like yeah, oh, but, true, about to say, but true, like yeah. that was a. That was a different single I really liked. So it's hard because I, yeah. I get both sides. Because, like, Adore You, I was like, oh shit, this, I'm excited for the album. But, like, Why I'm on the Sugar, I was like, oh, I don't know. Because yeah. I was like, eh, it's like, okay. Yeah. But definitely, like, Adore You isn't my favorite one on the album. Yeah. You know, exactly. like, she is. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, but I just kind of want to throw it out there. I want to start that conversation. Yeah. I, but- I would
0: say, like, the advice, is like, don't listen to just the radio. Yes. Yeah. Because like artists have so much more to like offer, and oh like a God, lot of the yeah. times like that's not even the song they would want to release as a single. Like it's. More I just like, feel
1: like it's always like for the purpose of what the fans want to hear, rather than what the artist wants to say.
0: Right. Yeah. Or like what they think, like what their management might think. Yeah. Is like the best release, yeah. which like does have like a good stake in sometimes, but sometimes it's like eh. So. Yeah.
1: All right. What's your unpopular opinion? So mine is kind
0: of in the way. It could, okay, it can kind of like translate into the radio because like a lot of people do like hear an artist and they're like, oh, like I like this artist. And then the people are like, knowing it before it was cool, you know, like yeah. they like, tr- I think that like that mindset really is really subjective, one, because it's, like, very specific to the person. They're like, oh, like, you, like, didn't really, like – you don't know their artistry as much. And, like, I do care a lot about music, and I think that it's important to, like, dig into the artist thing. But, like, I think it puts down a lot of people who maybe recently just like an yeah. artist and maybe just didn't know them before. And so then they feel, like, embarrassed or, like, scared to like them because people, like, criticize, like, their credibility of liking them. So yeah. I don't love that because I think that I want – That's a I good want- way of looking at it. Yeah, that. because I don't want, like, every –
1: because you know what? If someone loves radio songs and that's how they get into music and that's how they find the music they love, then more power to you. Right? Because go for it.
0: Literally, like my friend Kate. <laughs> Shadow Kate. Yeah. She or our friend. Um, the other day I was like.
1: Yeah, we share friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was talking about like she was talking about like her music taste and stuff and I was like yeah like it's a little more like basic but I wasn't even I genuinely wasn't even like meaning it like in a bad way and Kate like got really defensive and I was like oh damn like I'm I'm being part of the problem that like I didn't want (laughs) to be because I was I wasn't even trying though like I was just genuinely like pointing it out like she likes more of the radio hits yeah and but I don't care I think
1: if you say like oh I like that artist like before they were a big thing but if you say it with like the oh I wish I would have like showed you or like oh yeah I've just been following them yeah but there is a huge segment of music lovers that are like oh well I knew them before they were cool so right you haven't known them since they were 14 really yeah it's like yeah you wouldn't
0: know then because that's what like kind of bothers me about that sometimes because like trust me like I liked the weekend like straight up like before like he was big or anything like with like my friend from home but like I wouldn't be like, oh, like no one can like him now. Like yeah, I, I exactly. think it's like good to like support those artists and like how they like make it and mm-hmm. stuff instead of being like, Oh, you don't know them, so like you can't know them or yeah. like them. So that's my opinion on that.
1: <laughs> well, well, I hope that you kind of could start a conversation maybe with our unpopular opinions with yes, your friends. And like freaking I hope you learned so much about Dominic Vyke. I know. I really hope EJ I did killed a, I did an okay job. You did not, no, don't even say, Okay,
0: shut up. Please. Hey.
1: That's not bad, bitch hey, energy. That's it Don't is not hot girl energy, nor cool girl, or chill girl, nor chill girl, chill girl. energy, <laughs> chill girl energy and we're trying to fuse those. So. Exactly.
0: So no, but, you did great. I you. learned a lot. Our listeners learned a lot. I have no doubt. So.
1: Awesome. We'll yes. go listen to a little bit of Dominic Fikelson's do Scissors Control. We yep, talked about do that it, last, last <laughs> episode. And uh, we hope that you, you know, enjoy hearing about these new new artists so you can share it um their music and things about them with with the people you love with the lovers with the musical (laughs) lovers in your life um but okay so we don't really know what we're doing next week nope not yet figure out this week we're gonna have
0: to talk about it we
1: are but we are so so excited thank you so much of course I'm gonna shout out at J List Music. Woo. Company is our intro and outro song, and we love him so much. So much. Thank you so much for letting us use that. Thank song. Thank you, Jaylist. Now that's a banger. You should go listen to that. We also kn- we knew Jaylist before he knew was-
0: <laughs> Yeah, y'all better remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is where company takes off from this. Um no, but make sure to go listen to them or him and me us a little, and listen <laughs> to us. For Fridays at four. Friday's at four. Hey. It's coming out. What are you doing on what are you doing on a Friday at four? Like seriously. You're driving home. You're hanging with your friends. You're napping. You yeah, can listen you're to it on any, any media. of those situations. Do it. Just It'll give you a good little laugh. Yeah, you'll chuckle along. Learn more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So I think that means that it's time to go. Yeah, I was about to
0: say that chuckle was where it ends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the word chuckle itself is disgusting. Um, but make sure to yeah tune in Fridays at four. Literally, who invited you? You can follow us at literally who invited you at EJ Safner. At Nikki underscore Denton. Woo!
0: Woo! We love it. We
1: love it. We love you. And we love you losers. We love you losers. Bye! Bye. Thanks kids for listening
0: to Literally Who Invited You.
1: We had so much fun. A blast even. Make sure to tune in Fridays at 4 with new episodes every week.
0: Perfect for a drive home, hanging out with friends,
1: or all alone. It's honestly just the perfect podcast. Love you losers. Glad we invited you.